It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Franny Benali and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings. He's in the box. Oh, onto his left foot. Brilliant. Oh, Hey, thanks for checking out In That Number. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-hosts, Kevin at the Moscow Mush Milverton at Moscow Mush. Statman Steve at Statman underscore Steve. Find him on Instagram at St. Mary's Statbase. Follow the show at Number Podcast, available on Instagram and Facebook too. Please leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe and share as far and wide as you can. If you would like to send us any questions, send us an email on inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter and we'll be sure to get back to you as soon as we can. Enjoy the show. Welcome to In That Number 81, the season review, the greatest shitners. <laughs> Kevin takes all responsibility for that. Um, let's welcome him in now, the Moscow Mesh, Kevin Milverton. All right, Kev. Hey. Yeah. Spanner. Hey, that's all right. I can handle that. How are you? This time. Yeah, I'm all right, actually. Yeah? I'm going on holiday for a long weekend uh, next week. Oh, that's good. Where are you going? Uh, just to the south of Russia, to the Black Sea. Uh, yes, our anniversary, so got to go somewhere. Oh, that's nice. Also, speaking of anniversaries, do you know it's the anniversary of our show as well, today? You're joking. No, it's our two-year anniversary today. That, what gift does that mean we should get each other? Is it cotton or something? If you're going off of English, traditional traditional UK, I don't know. <laughs> it will be cotton. You are right. Cotton. So it's, it's, it's in, still in recent memory for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously that's a, a good few years back for you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, amazingly, about this time last year, we were doing our season preview. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our season review now. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, odd times. But, um, yeah, as I say, there's after 380 matches, a three month enforced hiatus and, and four Watford managers, the longest ever season has finally, finally come to an end as of last Sunday. That was 11 months. What a marathon. And James Ward-Prowse, by the way, managed every single minute of that Premier League, all 3,420 minutes of it. Really? Um, I remember him coming off with concussion during one match. No, no, that was a league game, I believe, but he played all every single minute in the Premier League. Um, and f- 15 players managed to do that this year. And eight of them are goalkeepers. So, yeah, it's quite rare. But that's it's impressive, very, very impressive. Um, yes, yeah, so me and the Moscow Mesh will review the season that was and our annual ITN Awards, which we've now christened... I say we, Kevin has now christened the Shitners. Um, Maybe subject to change. No, no. Um, I think it's brilliant. Um, and obviously we're going to give the winners of the predictions. Um, that's highly controversial. Uh, Super 6 and fantasy football as well along the way. Um, but Kev, yeah, hockey's back for me. So I was, I was pleased to have it back, but then... You know, my team Rangers had their warm-up against the, the crosstown rivals, New York Islanders, mm. and, and they lost. Uh, yeah, uh, and then the big one—they had the qualifying round, like the best of five series against the Carolina Hurricanes. So if you win this best of five, you're then through to the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, so they had game one, uh, and they lost. So uh, yeah, not not great, not a great start. But um, game two is tomorrow, so Monday. So. Uh, the Shitners. Uh, t- tell us about it, and uh, we can have the results. So, yes, um, the inaugural Southampton heterodox in that number awards, hashtag shitness, 2020. Um, where should we start? I mean, we had a playoff round for a goal of the season, uh, just choosing to rub it in a little bit more, I think. <laughs> Our best uh, goal against Pompey at Fratton Park, and Ings' opener in the 21st minute. Uh, not 46% of the vote. Uh, that went through to the final. And our other choices... Oh, just on on the uh, Instagram as well, Kevin, it was mm. the Ings 21st minute one that took it. Actually, no, I tell a lie, it was the Redmond one that took it on Instagram. I preferred that. I think it mm. was a screamer and it was just a cherry on the cake. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, Ings's uh, opener against Pompey goes up against... Uh, Chinepo's goal against Sheffield United back at the beginning of the season. Um, Ings's wonder goal against Spurs on New Year's Day and Adams' more recent belter. But yeah, it looks like by that margin he's also won the vote. Maybe it's more recent in the memory or maybe it's just, uh, romantic that he gets his first goal for Saints in the Premier League in such an epic fashion, but uh, yeah, Adams has won it. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, well, on Instagram, it was a, it was a tie between that and Gineppo. Ah, okay. Next, where are we going? Um, player of the season. Um, mm, tough can... one. Tough one. Yes. Um, I mean, all of the awards that I've seen awarded or um, journalists I've heard talking about their player of the season, I mean, it's pretty unanimous, isn't it? You can't overlook someone who... Bangs in more than 20 goals for Saints in the season. Um, so, yeah, we gave everyone a choice of Danny Ings, Danny Ings, Danny Ings, or Danny Ings, and would you believe it? <laughs> uh, Danny Boy has uh, 
run away with it. Yeah. Interestingly, they they did the same on uh, on Instagram as well. Oh, okay. Well, it's unanimous. <laughs> um, match of the season. So, four different matches are four 0 thrashing at Pompey at Fratton. Um, did I mention that? <laughs> yeah. It was worth mentioning um, again. Oh yeah. Uh, Boxing Day win at Stamford Bridge. Um, the recent home win against Man City or the revenge match against Leicester at the King Power finished 2-1 Saints um, overwhelmingly 68% went for thrashing 4-0 Pompey yep. thrashing Pompey 4-0 that's the same on, on Instagram Pompey thrash yeah so um, so I said a lot of P words that you might have to sort out a bit of censorship <laughs> um, and yeah, the Shitner for wanker of the season. Um, you had a choice of uh, Cedric, Wesley, Hoots, Marilyn, and Perry Mill Hoiberg, and fifty-seven uh, percent went with Wesley. That um, I, I can only agree with them. Interestingly, Instagram they went with Hoiberg. Really, by yeah. by a big margin? No. No, not by a big margin, but who was was close behind in second. On Twitter, Hoiberg um, got the least. He was tied with uh, Cedric on 10%. Wow. So I'm going to have to give it to, yeah, to the Wesley. Sh- the official shitner is is uh, Wesley Hoot, yeah. Yeah. God, can you imagine getting an award maze just to um, call someone a wanker? A wanker of the season, yeah. Just, just a massive, like, um, wanker sign, you know? <laughs> Um, is it the Brit Awards? They've got like a sort of a... a face, isn't it? Oh, is it a face? What? Oh, those are the BAFTAs, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. Sort of a mask. There's one where it's like, I don't know, like a... Or maybe it's the NME Awards where they're like two fingers or something. But yeah, get one that's a bronze... Fist. Bronze, yeah, wanking fist. And <laughs> get that sent to wherever the fuck Wesley Hoot's going to be next season. Um, He's going to be in Belgium. Where with any with any luck? Um, yes, and the final um, shitner for fuck up of the season. It's quite a few of them. <laughs> there was, I mean, the, getting it down to a short list of four was difficult enough. I mean, what 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 other ones did we talk about? Um, for we this? had quite a lot, didn't we? Um, Ings's penalty miss against Bournemouth. Um, balls it up against Wolves when we were two 0 up. Yeah. Um, Prousey missed a penalty. Yeah, and we had the uh, the gun and Bednarek fuck up against Bournemouth. That's right. Um, oh god, um, we did a dodgy back pass recently as well. I could have easily made it in there. But um, yeah, we finally decided on um, Perchon's red card against Leicester. Um, Valerie's strange choice of chesting the ball against Newcastle. Um, Ings, mostly Ings against Burnley, um, just lifting his hands up and dodging the ball at the near post. And um, yeah, Macca's questionable goalkeeping at Arsenal. Um, and that is literally just ending as we speak. So um, I'm sorry if there's hundreds of people waiting to vote in the last seconds. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Valerie's built up against Newcastle, takes it by 38% of the vote. He also takes it on Instagram as, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, McCarthy's um, screw up against Arsenal was quite close. Mm. 
Mm, yeah, Ings against Burnley was the least, though, so that's nice. After what he's done for us this season, I don't think he, he, should, uh, he should be winning any kind of uh, fuck-up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel I had to have an Ings one in there because there, there was a few. Hmm. Um, and that one was just the most comic, I think. Hmm. Just the way it looks. Um, so, yeah, that rounds up the, the shitness for 2020. Congratulations, um, well, or fuck off, to all of our winners. <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, right, OK, let's get into the into the review then. Um, we're going to start the summer of 2019, since that's such a long time ago now. Um, so the transfers then. So we brought in Shea Adams from Birmingham, mm. uh, along with Moussa Genepo from Standard Liège. And, of course, we had to pay Liverpool £20 million for some guy named Ings. Which, I mean, it seems like a bargain now, doesn't it? 20 million quid for him, was he got 25 goals? It's like 800,000 pounds per goal. I think that's worth it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, people were saying that we overpaid for him, yeah. that he's, he's dried up, he'll always be injured. I mean, okay, he does have a bad history of injuries. But, um, yeah, I think they're eating their respective hats now, aren't they? Yeah, and like I and said, like 800,000 pounds per goal. And then you think of what Lukaku or something went to United for 75 million quid and scored 28 goals in two seasons so you're paying what two and a half million per goal 2.6 million per goal so yeah that's only slightly more than we paid for Guido Carrillo who has never scored a goal for the club (laughs) and um, will almost certainly (laughs) never do I mean yeah yeah it's definitely in hindsight you're looking back at it it's definitely worth it Um, great signing and then we got um, Kevin Danso he was loaned in from Augsburg. A good business all round, actually, Kev. We were all very happy with that, weren't we? Gianepo, Adams, Ings, Danso. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's good that we went on a loan for uh, Danso rather than signing him out, right? Yeah. Um, but, of course, we said goodbye to a few people. Um, Matt Target went to Villa. Uh, mm. Sam Gallagher went to Blackburn, Geordie Classy went to Alkmaar, and Charlie Austin went to West Brom. Um, and lots of players went out on loan through the season as well. Um, I'll, just, I'll just list them off for you um, in case you forgot. Uh, Alfie Jones, Jack Rose, Tyrick Johnson, Josh Sims, Harrison Reed, Fraser Forster, Mohamed Elianusi, Guido Carrillo, Jake Hesketh, Mario Lamina, Marcus Barnes, Christoph Clara, Cedric, Kane Ramsey, Callum Slattery, and Maya Yoshida. Fucking so, hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of loans. Isn't it? I know. That's a lot of people got that. I mean, you could say that, I mean, some of those contracts are up now anyway, like Cedric and, and, and Maya Yoshida, so, but they won't be returning. And you wouldn't expect Elianusi's off, off to Celtic again. Um, we don't know what's happening with Sims or Lamina or Carrillo. Um, but, but Harrison Reid will be coming back. You can think Alfie Jones will be coming back. Charlie Johnson, Crystal Clara, Marcus Barnes. I heard that Marcus Slattery. Barnes has been released. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not not entirely sure if that's true, but um, yeah, he might be out of contract. Okay, um, so then we went into pre-season. Very successful, Kev. It was undefeated. We were undefeated. Mm. Um, Shay Adams off the mark in two minutes inside his debut. Um, that was against Altak, mm-hmm. Austrians. Uh, and then we, yeah, I think we 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 went we eventually drew one-one with them. But then we had wins against Preston, Guangzhou. Feyenoord, uh, and finally a 2-0 victory over Cologne at St Mary's. And Kevin, you were, you were at that Feyenoord game in Rotterdam. Um, yeah. Goals are plenty. Wins are plenty, actually. So everything seemed fantastic, and we were looking forward to a, a very successful season at that point. 
Yeah, I mean, we are, like you say, unbeaten. And um, Shea Adams had scored in the first quarter of an hour of every match, didn't he, that he played in. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know, was he involved in that Cologne match? Maybe not. But, um, yeah, when we saw him against Feyenoord, he looks uh, he looked really tasty. Yeah. And um, actually, yeah, you say he scored a lot of goals. I mean, he got three goals in, in pre-season, along with Ings. Um, and then goals from Vokins, Long, Valerie, Clara, Yoshida, Buffal and Hoiberg. So lots, lots of goals in pre-season. Yeah, I mean, the competition wasn't um, incredible, was it? Cologne? Feyenoord? Uh, okay, you could argue that Preston and, and Guangzhou were there for the taking. Um, Feyenoord and Cologne? Yeah, I mean, Feyenoord probably the strongest team out of that, aren't they? And, um, yeah, we looked just dominant. Really, um, their, their goal was a bit of a fluke, um, but yeah, that, that was weird, a weird preseason. So I remember um, Adam Leach talking about just the ridiculous preseason that they were planning, and that Guangzhou match was pla- played like um, like within a couple of days of the the Preston match, and they sent out two different squads. It That's was, right. Was very strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, we probably won't have any of that crap this this year. No, he won't be able to. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do. I do remember that now that you say. Um, and then we get into, into, into August then, into the, into the new season. Uh, yeah. Fresh off, off of a really, really successful pre-season. Um, five games um, and took four points from possible 12. But we progressed in the EFL Cup with a second round victory at Fulham. So we lost the opening game against Burnley. 3-0. Um, awful game. Awful, awful result. Um, lost 2-1 to Liverpool. Beat Brighton 2 0, and then of course we went to. No, we didn't. We played at Man United at home and drew 1 1. So, but yeah, that, that opening against Burnley Kev was a kick in the balls, wasn't it? It was just. It was. Yeah, that, that was the, um, the wake up moment that everyone needed. Um, I'd say the first wake up moment that everyone needed that season. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the Liverpool loss was expected, wasn't it? But, you know, that one... We gave them a run for their money. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching did, yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, oh, I've just got in my notes Southampton 1, Liverpool 0. Uh, yeah, that's a brilliant rewriting of history, isn't it? <laughs> God, yeah, imagine if that had happened. They would have shut up that bloody uh, undefeated season straight away. Yes. You know, I, I mean, looking at the fixtures, all of them as a whole, I suppose seven points would have been reasonable against them, but we picked up four... Um, and we took care of Brighton and stuff. But uh, at the end of that at the end of that month, we were thirteenth in the table, which is kind of what we expected to be anyway. At the end, um, and, uh, ITN goal of the month and ITN player of the month. The player was actually Oriol Romeu, surprisingly. Oh. Mm. And the goal of the month, of course, was um, Musa Gineppo's against uh, Brighton. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I had a blank there. Yes, uh, Gineppo against Brighton. Uh, and then, of course, we uh, we marched into September, just the three games because of the international break. Well, I say the three games, but we had um, that EFL Cup game. Um, just a bit of a mixed month, Kevin. It, it, the wheels looked like they were starting to fall off. Well, I mean, we, we went into September in 13th position Yep. Um, off the back of that. That point against United um, took us up from 17th to 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we started off brightly, didn't we? Um, it was it was weird. I mean, Ralph was still playing around with the, the formation at that point. Yeah. Um, I think Gineppo's 
uh, won the goal against Sheffield United um, was only thanks to him being released from a, a makeshift full-back position um, after half-time. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get knobbed by Bournemouth. At home, yeah. At home, yeah. But, I mean, the AFL Cup with victory over... Um, oh, I can't remember. Um, as I say, we, yeah, like, like you said, we opened the month in high spirits, didn't we? And we had that win over Sheffield United and... You, you said we were, we were knobbed at home to Bournemouth, um, and then we went to go yeah. to Fratton Park. And uh, do you I remember how, how you felt about that Fratton Park one? Well, you know, they, they, they must have been going to thinking, well, Bournemouth, the rivals from the other side, have just beaten them. So, um, mm. and yeah, we, we were both in not particularly um, good form at that point. Um, we were still mid-table, eleventh, um, in fact. Yeah, which you believe it. Uh, going into that match, but yeah, I mean they they always love it. I mean a, a derby can always throw a spanner in the works, can't it? And um, which is why I was scared. Yeah, definitely. But it's really exciting. Oh, it was. It was. We were excited because I, I remember you were um you were down over here yes. then, and we you know you were we didn't go to Fratton, but we watched it um, at St Mary's on the big screens. You know, we had curry, beers. It was just a wonderful night for Southampton Football Club, and you know it was. It was something that I won't forget. It was the moment of the season, you know, that along with the um, revenge from Leicester. But I just thought, yeah, they gave us that in September. The rest of the month wasn't wasn't great, but we had that. We always had that. And then, of course, we took out the month and lost uh, at Spurs 2-1 to end. Um, Yeah, not great. I mean, we went down to 14th at that point. We got seven points. and the player of the month was Danny Ings, and the goal of the month, again, was Musa Gineppo against Sheffield United. So, yeah, fabulous goal. Yeah. Um, and then we went into October, and it was just, oh, my God, it was awful, wasn't it? Looking back at it now, it was just, you know, just the three league games, but we only picked up a point. Um, and the only bright spot was that point at Molyneux, which is a tough place to play. So getting yeah. a point there, you know, you take that any day. Um, but losses at home, 4-1 to Chelsea, and that Leicester game, um, which we have to talk about, the 9-0, um, followed by an EFL Cup exit at the hands of City. It was just an awful month all round. You know, and that Leicester game, it's just so unfortunate because that's never going to leave our thoughts anytime soon. It's just, yeah, it's going to be there. It's going to be with Leicester forever. I mean, how long do you think it's going to be before they stop talking about it? That's a very good question. Um, I mean, the season's over now. I think next season they're probably going to talk about it. Um, Almost, I'd say, inevitably when we play them again at St Mary's. Whenever we play Leicester for the next 10 years, they're going to bring it up. Um, Yeah, I mean, maybe even beyond that. Um, when Saints but, are winning the league, they're going to they're going to hark back to the time when they lost nine 0 Yeah, I think we should really ask um, Ipswich Town fans about that. Mm. Um, although you know the media's changed quite a lot since then. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, as I say, lost four one to Chelsea, drew one one at Molyneux, nine 0 at home to Leicester, and then knocked out of the cup by City, the EFL Cup. Uh, 3-1. Player of the month was Danny Ings and goal of the month was Danny Ings against Wolves. Um, and as I say, a terrible, terrible month. We slipped into the relegation zone at the end of October. Uh, 18th on eight points. So, yeah. Shot. Yeah. I think we, we were in the um, relegation zone for for most of October, weren't we? We were, um, yeah. 
and it, looking back, it's it's amazing how long we did did stay down there. Yeah, yeah, and it's not something that we were. <laughs> it, it's, it seems like such a long time ago now, though, doesn't it? It's weird. It does. Yeah. It feels like a, it, it feels like another season has happened since then because of how well we've been since the lockdown. But um, we, we went on to November, and, and the cracks were definitely starting to open up, and we had some. Well, we had some very crucial games through November and heading into December, didn't we? And, you know, you look back at the the home games against Watford and Norwich. You know, I know the Norwich one was in December, but... um, And then, you know, in in November specifically, away trips to City and Arsenal um, and winnable game at home to Everton. But we picked up four points. Um, It was much better than October, sure, but we were... I think we were all sensing that we were were in for a scrap. We lost those those three opening games, you know, against... uh, City and and you that dreadful home loss against Everton. Yeah, I remember being buoyed slightly after after that nine no, 0 I mean, things really can only get better after that. And we had quite a resilient performance against City. In, very, yeah, in it was the, very good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, unfortunate to to give that goal away um, just with a few minutes left. Um, but then, yeah, the drab performance about Everton maybe suggests that. Um, the team's not improving and yeah, right, yeah. Um, a decent enough things goal's not going to save you no that's true um, and then we had a wow a very spirited performance at, at the Emirates and, and picked up picked up a point there which was unexpected yeah. I remember Ings got that goal when they weren't paying attention was we had that free kick Birch put the ball down and took it straight away didn't he and Ings went, went yeah. and ran one on one and yeah thank you so yeah a good but performance there. Fucked that up at the last minute as well. And then fucked it up, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we had that really, really crucial home game against Watford, um, and it was it was grim. We went one 0 down, didn't we? And um, Sar scored, and then we, yeah, fans were fighting themselves, and we thought. I remember saying to you, even we recorded the show, and I said, if we don't beat, if we don't get six points out of Watford and Norwich, then we're down. It's that simple. You need to be able to take take care of these teams at home. Mm. Um, Kind of like it does make me smile now because of how far we've come since. I can look back at that in hindsight at the end of the season, knowing that we've, we've done well and look look at it and think it was crunch time, but we made it. Hmm. Um, all right, that Watford match without looking, um, who scored? Um, I remember because I was there. It was um, Ings and Ward Prowse with the free kick. Okay, and who was Watford manager? Um, <laughs> was it Pearson? I don't know. I think Pearson I... took over in November, didn't he? I think it was some um, Kike, wasn't it? It might have been Kike. Oh, that was Kike's last game. Of course it was. Ah, we got him yeah. sacked, didn't we? On the spot there. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so right. um, just, just showing how long the season was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine what what Watford podcast must be doing. Um, so on to our, our our third manager of the season. Yeah, they just break their review down into managers, not months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that month was dominated by Ward Prowse and, and Ings scoring all our goals. So, of course, player of the month again went to Danny Ings and goal of the month was Ward Prowse's brilliant free kick against Watford. Won us the game. Um, and the table after November, so at 14 games, we were 18th still on 12 points and we were two points off of Everton at that point. So still grim, still grim, but we had December to look forward to. And you know what comes with December. Massive, massive amount of fixtures coming through and you know you can take points. You can say alcohol to... And Take away the paint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we picked up 10 points in December. Mm, um, massive so. wins against Norwich. Uh, Villa, 
And I don't even know how we beat Chelsea, to be honest, on Boxing Day. Looking at it now, it's just like, what did we do on that game? I don't know how it happened. It's, I mean, you think about how we lost to Everton a couple of games before, and then you go to Stamford Bridge and, and, and put in a performance like that. And get, you know, clean sheet as well. Yeah. And I go into a bit of um, a, a de- digital detox around Christmas, so two days of just not no internet, nothing. Um, so I managed quite well to um, hide myself from the result until match of the day. And yeah, that that was a, that was a fantastic evening. And then you came over um, for Christmas, yeah. and we had a little mini ITN meetup. Um, and we took in the Palace game, didn't we? It was a great day. Not overly thrilled with the result, but it was 1-1. But yeah, a, a, a decent month. A decent month. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Mo- moved us up to 15th, I believe, on 22 points. So. Only four points off the drop zone, though. So it was just a massive improvement, and it, and it needed to happen. Uh, player of the month? That boy Ings again. It was Danny Ings. And goal of the month? It was Redmond against Chelsea. Okay, yeah, that was the um, team goal, wasn't it? Yes, lovely just goal. Just played it around the park. Yeah, that was beautiful. Lovely goal, yeah. Uh, in January, then. Uh, yeah, I think it was about this point that I believed that we, we could do this. There were worse teams around us at this point, and I thought, we, we, we are going to come out of this, but we just mm. need to, we still need to keep doing what we're doing. Um, we got Jacob Maddox arrived on loan from Chelsea, and we got Kyle Walker-Peters from Tottenham. Um, and we had four league games, and we progressed in the FA Cup at home, no less. Um, so, yeah, the wins against Spurs, Leicester, and Palace... Um, and January really couldn't have started any better, could it? Because on New Year's Day, victory over Spurs. Um, that was, you know, the, the, well, the result of the season for me, I think, the, the Leicester game at the King Power. You know, after what they did to us, we went there on a high, at the back of the Spurs win, and we fucking took it to them. We had the revenge. It was so sweet as well, just like looking back at it. Like, uh, Jack Stevens is a different player. The team was playing so well together now. And I loved, I just loved that Steven celebration when he was um, mimicking Perez. <laughs> just love it. it just, that, will, that will stick with me as, as one of the moments of the season because uh, just standing there with his hands on his ears, it was, it was nice. And, you know, Leicester must have circled this one as an easy three-pointer. And it was yeah. just a perfect way to respond, and it makes you proud. And they did all the taunting you play, um, playing the highlight reel of the... Um the home game yeah and they, do you know they released the it on a DVD what really yeah they released it on a DVD they were selling it in the Leicester shop and you can just imagine if they had done the double over us they would have put that one on there as well but we've just completely like changed it around I mean that was that the turning point was that uh, the point where Ralph just sort of I mean it might have been a little bit before that where he just said look enough's enough this is a different team. This is a different. It's almost as if it was a different season. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, our choices of um, matches of the season. I think um, the the derby win definitely gave us a bit of solace. Um, in, around the be- beginning of quite a, a miserable period uh, for us, and uh, although. Getting the job done against Watford and Norwich at home and Villa away um, gave us sort of the points cushion we needed. I think it was um, the away win over Chelsea that mm. really injected confidence into the team because we were on a fucking roll at that point, weren't we? It was a nice um, Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the past game aside, and there's a lot of fixtures. That was only two days later, so 
Um, I think you know both teams were quite knackered then. Uh, but yeah, to come back and um, beat Spurs and um, get revenge against Leicester, brilliant. Yeah. And then knocked out Huddersfield in the cup. And then of course we were two 0 up at home to, to Wolves and, and we fucked it up. But yeah. that's it wouldn't be safe about it. But then we went to Palace um, and took revenge on them and, and beat them two 0 Yeah, and then of course we ended on that ended the, the month of January with an FA Cup game at home to Spurs, but got the draw. Um, but yeah, I mean, a big, big response away to Palace. That was a good one. Um, and Small, yeah. ben and, Small Ben and Vokins opened up their goal accounts as well against Huddersfield in the Cup. So that was mm-hmm. nice. Um, and then we set up that, that, that fourth round tie against Spurs. And of course, we would as I say we would draw and then have that replay at Spurs as well. But yeah, it was a, it was a very good month. And we went up to ninth at one point in January and um, on 31 points. Um, yeah, I so say other than Stevens um, taunting the crowd um, in, at Leicester, um, Prousey winding up um, Zaha. Zaha yet again. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Um, player of the month for January? Can it not have been Prousey? It wasn't Prousey. Uh, was it Ings or Armstrong? It wasn't Armstrong. Ings or Armstrong. Who could it be? It was Jack fucking Stevens. Jack fucking Stevens. Wow. Yeah. I don't uh, know how often I've overlooked him. <laughs> and uh, then the goal of the month was uh, Redmond's against Palace. But then, of course, February hit, and it was just a shit month, February. It wasn't not the greatest start as well. You know, we had that loss to eventual champions 4-0 at Anfield. Oh, you expected as much though. We got dumped out of the cup in that replay. That hurt. That one really did hurt because I genuinely thought that we could progress there. Um, and then we'd we'd have Norwich in the next round. Mm. So I thought we can do this and, and and move on. But I mean, at least you, you could concentrate 100% on the league. There no more cup distractions. You know, let's just get safe. Um, and then of course we had to play Burnley again, and our customary loss came up. Another home one again. Uh, and then, you know, that home tie against Villa. And she, we won that game. That was the only win of the month. And the only time that we come away with points because we lost everything else. Yeah, I mean, we made that difficult for ourselves as well, didn't we? Yep. And uh, am I right um, in thinking that was the Schlong goal? Yeah, the Schlong, yeah. Um, and just, yeah, bookended um, by Armstrong's last minute empty netter. Yes. Yes, that's but, right, yeah. I mean, yeah, we should have had that wrapped up uh, at half-time, you know, but, um, yeah, just... we had After a, a brilliant festive period um, to end the winter in typical Saints fashion. It put us right back again, didn't it, really? And then um, the West Ham game to see out the month, lost away 3-1. So you look, look, look back at February, lost 4-0 to Liverpool, dumped out of the cup to Spurs 3-2. Lost 2-1 at home to Burnley, beat Villa 2-0, and then lost away to West Ham. Awful. Awful month. Yeah, I mean, but we're still only, what, 13th, 14th? 13th on 34 points at the end of that. So, yeah, not too bad. As I say, there's worse teams around us. Um, So, sort of virtually safe, really. Yeah, almost. Um, and James Woodprouse got player of the month, and the goal of the month was Ings against Spurs. Oh, yes. Why and not? then March. <laughs> one game in March, and it was a shit one. <laughs> and we uh, both went to it. <laughs> and, okay, yeah, another loss, another home loss as well. Uh, Newcastle, the culprits this time. Um, the only 
plus for the month was that we uh, welcomed Statman Steven to the show. He he joined us. Um, but yeah, one game, Newcastle. We were there. Um, we had a curry afterwards and met uh, Adam Blackmore, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was nice. he's, he's, he's a big fan of the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, goal of the month, well, we didn't score, so uh, no, no one. Uh, and player of the month was um, Alex McCarthy. So yeah, not not an exciting month. And then of course, what happens? The, the COVID. I mean, just ending football and sport as we know it. I mean, we, we almost played that fixture, so it was only just like you know hours the, the before they cancelled it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think at that point, that, um, Norfolk had zero cases. Mm. So if any game could have happened, it could have been us. But no, we didn't. Um, but as I say, that COVID, we didn't. We don't need to talk about how devastating it was. Not just for sport, but you know, lives around the globe as well. And still is now. Still feeling the effects of it. Yeah. Um, it's not over. No. Um, but then, of course, post lockdown, uh, we would return. No fans. Not the same. I know, but. Uh, Important to finish the campaign, um, and we finished it in the best possible way. And if you look at the lockdown table, well, after lockdown, it was um, third, I believe. So the games were coming thick and fast as well. So it was just like the shows, the, the podcasts that we had to put out were, were midweek, and you know we had to do two in a week sometimes. And it, but it was a great way to end the season. Um, and we, we, so we break it down into into those two months. We're going to June because we had three games in June, and we picked up six points from them. Um, still can't win at home, Kev, even with no fans. Yes. Of course, we, we went to went to Norwich and, and won 3-0. Very, very, very pleased with that. After the layoff, we didn't realise, we didn't know how well they were going to perform. Mm. But all, all we were looking good. fit. Yeah, that, yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, Ings, Armstrong and Redmond with the, with the goals there. And then the loss at home. To Arsenal with the with the Maka fuck up. Maka fuck up, yeah. Maka fuck up. <laughs> um, and then ending the month of June away to Watford and winning three one. Ings with two and Ward Prowse. Yeah, that was good. That was a nice month. It was nice to be, nice to be back. I, I know there was no fans, but you know we we took care of business and got our safety sorted, and we don't, we haven't looked back. It's been it's been great since. And player of the month was, of course, Danny Ings, and goal was. James Ward-Prowse against Watford again. <laughs> and uh, 14th from the table on 40 points. Wow. 40 points, yeah. I mean, that, that was the target, really, wasn't it? Um, when we said that... Or, sorry, Ralph said that we wouldn't be signing contracts until we um, guaranteed our safety with that. But um, I think just for logistical reasons with um, Ralph had... Or, He'd, he'd, had he signed uh, his new four-year contract at that point? Yeah, he did then, um, didn't he? That was, it was right around that point that, he, that Hoiberg had said that he would not be. Yeah, and um, of course, uh, Schlong extended. <laughs> 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 then we went into July, uh, the, the fixture jam that was July. We had six games, it's like, like Christmas. But mm. undefeated, picked up 12 points. And bearing in mind that we had to travel to Old Trafford and play the outgoing champion City, I mean, that was... Uh, you can't ask for more. And then Adam's very much the star of the month. Um, opens his account with that goal. Um, and he in front didn't of nearly 6 million people. Uh, and, yeah. Oh, yes. The, the, the most watched Premier League game in history as well. Yeah. And, yes, yeah, so he scored four goals, didn't he, in, in, um, in July. So after yeah. that one... That was it. So we beat Man City 1-0, drew 
against Everton. We should have won that game. Uh, mm. Lucky to escape with a point at Old Trafford um, over Femi with the last last minute goal. Although looking back at that game, it was probably deserved. Yeah. Uh, Brighton one one, uh, and then we went to Bournemouth and pretty much relegated them two uh, 0 and then saw out the season in style as we did last week with that three one win over Sheffield United. Um, yeah, just a fantastic way to end the season. Finished eleventh. 52 points. Wow. Just incredible. From where we were, you know, looking back at October, November, December, well, before, just before December, we, we were in a dark, dark place again, weren't we? And we were, we were prepared to go right the way through to May, scrapping it out for points. Yeah. I mean, fair play to the, the board and the owners and everyone for, for sticking with Ralph. Um, been so easy to have a knee jerk reaction after. Like what? For uh, yeah, but I think, you know, I mean, just, I don't know why they do it, you know, because they think it's the best thing to do or just to try and please the fans, because I don't think the fans were blaming Ralph for that one. A lot of them were, though, but Some I mean, I, were, I, think yeah. it's, I think it's it, it's clear to, that he is the right man for the job, and it wasn't, I mean, you hear a lot of pundits say since that, that Leicester game, that, that he was, his head was on the block, not, not from us. After that game, we went and lost to Man City twice, and then we lost that awful game against Everton. So they could have quite easily have said, like, enough's enough, Ralph, you're not the right man for the job. And we all stuck with him. But there was a lot of people that I speak to now still that openly said that Ralph wasn't the right man for the job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, player and goal of the month for July. Kevin, down to you, mate. Um, yes, OK. So we, we had quite a lot of goals to choose from, didn't we? We did. Adams, Ings, Armstrong, Oberfemi, Ings, Ings, Adams. Adams, Adams, Ings. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we managed to um, get it down to um, um, Adams' goal against Man City, um, Armstrong's goal against Man United, Ings against Bournemouth, and um, Adams' second goal? First. Think? Sorry, first goal against Sheffield United. Um, oh yeah, because the second one was quite late on, wasn't it? Um, it fell at his feet. Didn't it? Yes, um, and yeah, I, I mean, it's a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Um, Adams's first goal in the Saints shirt against Man City, 87%. That was the only question. By how much? Cracking. Yes, and he's rightly um, nominated for Player of the Month alongside Ings, Armstrong, and Walker Peters. Um, yeah, and he wins that by. Oh, 42% as well. Wow, I, I don't know these results, but I'm so pleased that he did it because, yeah, took four goals in those six games. Yeah, amazing. And like we said last week, the season doesn't really need to end for him, does it? I just yeah. really hope he can keep it going. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, aside from that City goal, it's the kind of thing that you expected from him just to, you know, sniff out those chances and convert them into into goals. And without the confidence, he didn't seem to be able to do that at all. But now it just sort of comes naturally to him. And I hope that he can start next season doing the same thing. Sure. Um, Kev, did we, who won on, on the Shitners? Who won goal of the season? It was Adams's against City. Yeah, OK, so we, we announced the goal of the season before the month. And I just thought it would have been interesting if he didn't win the month but won the goal. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's by exactly the same margin as well. So that's it. Yeah, um, Kev, just a round up of the season, like happy with 11th and your thoughts on the season in general? Um, yeah, more than happy with 11th. I think 
after last season, we thought that Ralph's first season, full season in charge, um, would be quite happy with mid-table obscurity and avoiding a relegation battle, which we kind of did and didn't. You know, we were um, the turn of the year. We were we were in that scrap, weren't we? We got as low as nineteenth. Um, Watford seemed dead and buried for most of the season, didn't they? Uh, yeah. So yeah, that was probably the lowest you could you could get. But we pulled ourselves out by a bootstraps. Um, yeah, thanks. It wasn't, and, it wasn't close either, was it? No, very I mean, comfortable. We were out of that relegation conversation by when you know about late February, February maybe. Yeah, late yeah. February, yeah. Um, and never really back in it. Um, it's incredible, really. To yeah, five months, <laughs> five months of being out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, more, more than pleased. I think, um, apart from you know, a brief trip up to ninth, we've just been going up the table continuously since then. Yeah, and uh, there was still a point up into you know early July that we could have finished in the top half. Yeah, I think if we'd have won on any of those three draws that we had back to back, yeah, we'd, we'd be. Where Burnley are now. Sure. Um, but it doesn't really matter that much, does it? No, um, just a confidence thing and more money, of course, but it doesn't really matter if we're not going to fucking spend it. So. No. Um, so, yeah, I think overall, very, very good um, season. Um, of course, yeah, roller coaster of emotions. Um, we've got a, f- a few standout results, some for all the right reasons, some for all the wrong reasons, but it's, um, yeah, it's a very memorable first season, full season of George for, for Ralph. Yeah, and that's just, um, I think it's important that we progress next season now and not, you know, not get up to that bad start, not have that horrible winter, and we just, like, kick off from the off and just make St. Mary's a fortress. Just, you know, don't drop too many points at home. Make it really yeah. difficult for teams to beat us, which we have done at the end of the season. I think. Do, do, do you reckon the absence of fans? Um, do you reckon it will make the heart grow fonder, and that people will have missed kind of St Mary's? You know, they won't be taking it for granted anymore, and they really get behind the team, fill out the stadium. I, I really hope so. Just get behind Ralph because there's something to get behind now. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. There is, there is that absence makes the heart grow fonder essence to it and like I mean it's easy to get on on players backs when they're not performing and when the team's just not coming up the results but when we are you know everyone's in a happier place no one's shouting abuse at these players it's just everyone's you know pulling in the right direction and I think if we can start the season you know whether we're home or away it doesn't matter if we can start the start the season with a win you know confidence from this season going into that into this into the next season is going to be massive i just want to build on it. i just don't want to be i just don't want there to be any point of the season where we're struggling let's just get those early wins get them out of the way let's sit around the mid-table mark and then think about dare i say it think about pushing for a european spot because it's something to aim for let's look up the table not down um yeah can i piss on your parade um the fixture's just out and uh, we're away to liverpool and city for the first two matches of the season oh fuck off Hey, into extra time, Kevin. Um, This could be uh, controversial. The uh, predictions. Oh, okay. It's the moment. 
You ready? Right. Okay. So. Can I have the methodology first? No. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going into this, right? And I'll give you the results of where it was before the Sheffield United game. Actually, I'll tell you after the Sheffield United games. We never did it last week because for the purpose of this. So you were ahead by five points. I then took two points from Sheffield United to close that gap. And then we had to do the top scorer. Do you remember who you said would be top scorer, Kevin? Probably Nathan Redmond. You didn't. You said Shay Adams. And I said, and I've got this right next to me if you would like to hear it. I said, if Ings can stay fit and healthy, Ings is going to dominate. And you and Matt Markstone laughed at me. Now, I have this right next to me, and I can prove it. I said, Ings will do it. And you both said, no, Shea Adams for me, he's going to get golden boot. So Ings wins the golden boot, obviously. Not just for Saints. I mean, he almost took the bloody leagues one. So, because I got it spot on, five points. Okay? okay five. Mm. Okay. As if you get anything spot on, it's five points. Okay, champions of the league. We both said Man City. No points. Mm -hmm. Top four. (laughs) This is where it gets controversial. Okay, because my top four was Man City, Liverpool, Spurs, Man United. Your top four. Are you ready for this? You got three out of four there. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Okay. City. Mm-hmm. Spurs, <laughs> okay. Liverpool third, Arsenal fourth, Leicester fifth, and West Ham sixth. Hang on, okay. You could right, not I've, have been more wrong. I've clearly lost this one. Yeah. Um, and then, um, what were your? Finished. Hang on, what were your? What were your Europa League places then? Well, I, I went and done the top six, and I said Arsenal and Leicester would get there. No, sorry, okay. no, Chelsea. I said Chelsea and Arsenal in that order. All right. So, I mean, apart from Arsenal. But I haven't I finished with yours yet. You predicted Leicester and West Ham would be up there and you predicted Arsenal would be fourth. I asked your opinion on Man United and you said they were going to struggle this year and they would finish eighth or ninth. I think before the lockdown. They finished third. OK, but they were struggling before the, before the lockdown. But then so was everybody else. So I've decided to award me two points for getting closer. All right. That's fair. Okay. So that, at the moment, leaves the scores 57-55 to me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, no, no, I don't have any of this. Um, But I mean, I'm not sure about um, five points for getting the goal scorer possible on. How can you... What, what would a two-point situation be for the goal scorer? Yeah, That's see, this question. is the thing that I wanted to di- wanted to clarify. If you want to award mm. two points for it, then then fine. I just thought at the start of the season, well, we never actually clarified it. So I think yeah, agree your conditions before you sign. But mm. um, okay, maybe it, maybe it won't, won't make a difference anyway. Um, well, I mean, if I took those three points off, you'd be winning by one, right? Right. But we still have the Champions League to play for. Hmm. And we still have the position that Saints finished. Now, I don't remember what you said, Kevin. So I can't, I'd have to go back and listen to it. I'm quite sure I said 13th. Um, I, said, I, th- I said 12th, because I've got that written down. So if that's the case, I'm closer. Yeah, so you get two points for that. 
Right. Okay, so that means the scores then would be 57 each. Wow. Okay. And Champions League all to play for. All right. So you've got who? I've got Paris Saint-Germain. And I said Manchester City. Okay. So are we just going to say whoever gets whoever gets closest wins? All right. So we're tied if we give you five points for the best goal scorer, right? No, I took those five points away, and you're and you're, you're winning by one. And you've given you so you've you've got two points for the goal scorer, yeah? Yes. So if okay. I take those two points away, or those three points away rather, because I gave myself five, yeah. the scores are fifty-four. 55 to you but then if you give me oh hang on no I'd be winning wouldn't I if I if then if you give me two points for getting Saints closer then I'd be winning by one so 56 55 to me okay but it's still all to play for with the Champions League anyway 56 55 to you all right so ah, okay so who, it, basically if if uh, whoever gets closer takes it all Okay, so I've really got to get behind PSG, haven't I? Well, PSG are already closer. They're already moved. They're already into the next round, and Man City are not yet because they have to play their second leg still. So if Man City don't win, then you've won the predictions league. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the sound of this. This is interesting. <laughs> but who would have thought that? Well, I mean, months and months ago, I've been saying, oh, "It's all over. It's all over." You've been like Manchester United, you know, and written you off. Um, you'd even written yourselves off, you know. Mm. Um, uh, before the lockdown, you come back and you're still in contention. Yeah. And yep. Uh, yeah, it's all about the Champions League now. It's all about the Champions League. Um, okay, so Super Six then, the Super Six winner. Congratulations to Tom Hennigan, who's won the league with 517 points. Uh, Tom, whoever you are, I don't know. I mean, I can't find you on Twitter. I can't find you on Instagram. I can't find you anywhere. But um, if you're listening, yeah, well done. You've been brilliant all season. Um, Tony Randall second on 508, so well mm. done, guys. Um, Kevin, fantasy football. Okay, we'll start off with our Saints uh, podcasters league. Um, you're, you're bottom with your Shakhtar senseless. Um, how many game, game weeks did you miss at the beginning of the season? One, two? I don't know. I don't think I missed any. I think you got in late, didn't you? You missed the... Oh, um, yes, that's right. Um, But, I mean, yeah, you're not too far off uh, Ben Stanfield, who's on 1983. Um, I'm just ahead of him on 2011. Uh, Matt Markstone's on 2022. Freddie is 2077. Um, Statman Steve, 2098. Um, So he's beaten us. By quite a margin. <laughs> and of course, um, he's been up there pretty much all season, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. John Bailey from Saints FC podcast. Congratulations. You've got bragging rights. 2,160. Undisputed. Wow. Um, yeah. Good job. Lucy Hynett didn't join that league. Um, <laughs> I actually tinkered with my team before the last game week. Um, Raheem oh, Sterling scored as my captain. I had a bench boost and all sorts of other nonsense. I even had Lundstrom in my team and he scored against That's us. It, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and subsequently caused Jack Stevens to not get a clean sheet bonus. Um, but okay, 
in that number league. Um, okay, you finished um, 38th. <laughs> this doesn't sound that bad when you consider I'm 29th. Um, and I'll tell you what, I'll give you the, the top three because I think they've been pretty much the same all season, haven't they? But um, Oh, Statman Steve, where's Statman Steve? 20th. Oh, well done, well done, Steve. Okay, yeah, that, that sort of plays down his score, doesn't he? A bit. Um, he's quite, he scored 69 in the last game week. <laughs> okay, and um, all right, let's have a top 10. Uh, uh, 10, there and back again, Trevor Taylor, John Bailey, uh, 9th in our league. Uh, Chris Binstead in 8th, his FC China crisis. Uh, Sheikh Dumbia, 7th. Yeah, he was quite up high uh, about mid- mid-season. Uh, Dan Buck, absolutely fabulous in 6th. Um, Jack Hobby is in 5th place at Paris' Perfection. Uh, Bob Brown is in 4th place, 2,222. Um, 2,270, uh, Jamie Thorpe and... It's between Lucy Heiner and Stephen McCulloch, and of course, Lucy does it by 31 points, 2,353. Yeah, so she's our winner this season. Well done, Lucy. Excellent. She's been brilliant all season, hasn't she? Um, yes, although I think she was. She's not been winning it, but she's been, yeah, she's not been winning, but she's just been consistently brilliant. Yeah, I think since the the lockdown, um, since the restart, she's just, um, been very cleverly playing her tokens and um, making some good transfers. So, yeah, I'll have to be taking tips off her. Just copy her team next season. <laughs> um, yeah. Are we going to maintain our rule for next season that we must have three Saints players? Nah. I'll go for it this time. Really? Because I'm, I'm starting to think that it's maybe not as bad as I thought it was in November. No, just do just go free-for-all because I'm going uh, to take it seriously this time. Okay. Uh, maybe just say that you have to have one Saints player on the pitch at all times. Oh, OK. We can do that. And maybe we can have three three players to have ever played for Saints. Yeah. Mm. We'll think right. about it later. Expand it. Mm. All right. Yeah, we'll discuss that maybe before the season starts. But I, mean, I guess it's only going to be a, a few weeks before they um, start it again. Yeah. Yes, it will be, yeah. Mm. Um, right, before we go into the last bit of the show, I um, just want to say about Eddie Howe. He's left, oh, left yeah. Bournemouth. Um, it's probably quite sad, but yeah, well, well done to him, and he, he will get another job, so we'll watch out for that. Um, Kevin, I've got a question for you. Okay. Who is the only defender in Premier League history to provide over 50 assists? Um, is it Bertrand? No. I tell you, it is Leighton Baines who has 53, and he has just announced his retirement, so that's why I couldn't say. So, ah. yeah, Premier League's going uh, to miss him. So, yeah. Um, and another quick one. Uh, one team in the Premier League this season had no English goal scorers. Who was it? Um, uh, no English goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Uh, who have we got? Um, Arsenal? No, it was Wolves. No English guys. Of course. Yeah, Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right, I'm just going to go into some stats of the season just quickly. Uh, we'll just run through them. Uh, top goal scorer, of course, was Danny Ings, 22 in the league and 25 in all competitions. Most appearances, James Wood-Prowse with 44. Uh, the goals, we scored 51 goals, and that's an average of 1.3 goals per match. Uh, 499 shots. Just one more shot for 500. Uh, and how many of those are on target, do you think, Kev? 
150. Very close. 181. That's a 36% accuracy. Not too good. Uh, only scored two penalties. Again, not good. Um, pass accuracy of 73%. And a cross accuracy, sorry, a cross accuracy of 22%. Again, not very good. Um, clean sheets, nine of them. Goals conceded 60. That's 1.58 per match. Um, yellow cards. We had 53 yellow cards. And who picked up the most? <laughs> do you have to ask? I do, actually. Uh, it's not Oriol Romeu. It's not Oriol Romeu. So he hasn't, you, yeah, he went through a part of the season not playing, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Bednarek? No, it was James Ward-Prowse with nine. And nine. Okay. Incidentally, Romeu had five. So, yeah. Uh, four red cards. That was Stevens, Gineppo, Bertrand and Danso. Three straight reds as well, also. Um, Danso was no, the only one Danso. to receive um, yeah. two yellows. So, yeah. Um, 251 fouls and 56 of those were by uh, James Ward-Prowse. So yeah, that would be uh, why he picked up quite a lot of yellows. Um, and I'll go into I'll just I've got a few more stats here, Kevin. I'm going to ask you in, in a Enjoy quiz this. in a quiz uh, form. Um, uh, most passes. Prousey. It was it was Ward Prousey. It was 100. Oh, sorry, 100. 1,458 passes. Uh, most tackles. Um, <laughs> can I say Prousey again? It is Prousey again with 95 mm. tackles. Uh, most blocks. Again, he's played so much. Maybe Prousey again. It is, it is Prousey again. 67 blocks. Uh, interceptions. Um, maybe Bednarek. It was Bednarek. Well done. Yeah. 74. Uh, clearances. Again, him, him or Stevens. Which one are you going for? Uh, Stevens. No, it's Bednarek. <laughs> oh, okay. 329. Uh, aerial jewels one. Danny Ings has got to be quite high up there, isn't he? It's not him, no. Um, uh, Bednarik again. It is Bednarik again. So mm. interesting that I've picked out those. Like most passes, Prowse. Most tackles, Prowse. Most blocks, Prowse. Interceptions, Bednarik. Clearances, Bednarik. Aerial duels, one Bednarik. These players, I think, are underrated by the rest of the Premier League. So I wanted to highlight how important they are to us. And I know it's easy to give these players the, the awards of the season to Danny Ings because of his goals. But if you look at these stats and see how, how crucial James Ward-Prowse has been to us and Bednarik, without those two... We are most certainly a relegation candidate, I believe. And, of course, without the goals. Um, incidentally, Kev, errors that led to an opponent's shot. Who led? Uh, Valerie didn't play that much, but I think percentage-wise. Um, You're right, Valerie's quite high on the percentage. Yeah. Vestergaard. Um, it was Yannick Vestergaard. Mm. And he didn't play a lot. So there you go. Everything that I've been saying for the last couple of weeks... He's not a good defender, mate. He's just not good. I, I, I can accept that, but my, the question for me is, is there a good defender in there? Well, look at the stats for Bednarik that I've just read out. Yeah, but I mean, we could say the same for Jack Stevens. It's the, the errors. It's the errors that he just doesn't, he cannot eradicate. He may be good at some, you know, you're going to have those matches where he's going to clear and he's going to, he's going to have a good game sometimes, but majority, he's just not good enough. He's not, he's not. He's not a centre back in the Premier League. Not for me. Not now. I mean, if he's there at the beginning of, of next season, um, I won't be disappointed. If he goes, I equally won't be disappointed. Okay. If we can get 15 million for him. Oh sure, yeah, take it. Snap your arm off. Um, serious note, Kev. Who was your player of the season, and who was your? What was your goal of the season? Oh bloody hell! Okay, um, I think. 
you, 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 you just can't not give it to Sir Danny, can you? I say if the, if we weren't so reliant on him for goals, if it was an even split between him and Adams, if Long and Oberfemi got a few more, you know, and we weren't a one goal scorer team as such, um, then you'd have to give it to Prowse, wouldn't you? You have to go with it. You cannot go against Danny Ings. No, but I think the players that deserve a shout-out, I mean, Ralph seems to have got the best out of um, a lot of players that um, we'd either been disappointed with or written off. Um, yeah, Bednarik, ignored by Hughes. Um, he's been criminally great, great all season. Um yeah, Jack fucking Stevens. Um, yeah, we've come to love him. Yeah. Uh, Walker Peters had a disappointing debut, didn't he? But um, seems indispensable. I think it'd be, again, criminal um, if we didn't get him for next season. Armstrong seems a different player. Um, perhaps he's now um, captain. Um, yeah, we didn't really discuss that, but... Um, the armband switched from Hoiberg to... Of course, yeah. Prousey. Um Yeah, during lockdown. Um, yeah, even even Romeo is um, back to somewhat of a shadow of his former self, you know. He's, well, OK, that, that sounds harsh, doesn't it? But no, he's looking no, more like the know. player that we, we came to know and love um, what, about four or five seasons ago. Yeah, um, yeah Adams has started scoring goals again. Um yeah, I don't think there's not really a position that um, Ralph hasn't improved. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I can't give all the credit to Ralph. The players have come through and uh, maintained that really high fitness level that he demands. So, yeah, can I give it to everyone? <laughs> no. Yeah, And Bertrand, yeah, I keep, keep, you know, we take him for granted, I think, a lot. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah. You're definitely right. Um, and, and goal? Uh, it's a tough one. I I think I'll do it like we did with our polls. Um, my favourite goal against Pompey <laughs> was the Redmond one. Just love it. <laughs> um, just rubbing salt into the wound celebration and it was an absolute fucking belter as well. Um, you know what? I, I mean... Um, Ings' goal against Spurs, I think, Love it. is probably the thinking man's goal of the season, isn't it? Um, Adams' is against City sticks in the memory. Um, Gineppi's against Sheffield United. That was great. It wasn't quite, you know, the, the Buffal goal. Against a couple of West Brom, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it to that Redmond goal against Pompey, yeah. Oh, controversial. Mm. I'm, I'm going to... I just have got to do it at the Adams one. I think it was the, the goal that beat Man City. Yeah. It was his first goal. And it was a belter. It was a great, great goal. It just has to be. I know everyone says it, and I know it's not exactly the um, the, the most shocking of answers, but it's just going to have to be Ings, player, and um, Shea Adams' goal against City for me. It has to be. OK, I'm glad we're different on the goals. Yeah. The goals are always going to be different, aren't they? Um. Right, one last thing that we need to promote is our Discord. So, we uh, everyone's welcome, by the way. We want you to join this this Discord. This um, you have to download the app. It's obviously it's free, so um, 
we've set it up, me and Kev are on it. Cool. Um, but yeah, come, come and join us, and it's just a chat room that you can talk to us at any time, um, talk about the, the show, talk about Saints in general, talk about the Premier League. Talk, you can put your fantasy football teams up there, put your Super 6. Um, we're going to put our episodes up on there, and, and, and the Russian phrases are going to be up there each and every week. Or if you just want to come on and say, I just had a pizza, go for it. Yeah. Talk about anything you want. Yeah. Um, and, and Tell join us about us. shit you just had. Yeah, I don't, we don't care. And, and you know, it's all, I say, we're always welcoming new people. So anyone that listens to the show that would like to join our chat room, just, um, just send me a message or send, send the Moscow Mesh a message and we'll accommodate you and we'll welcome you with open arms. It'll be great to chat to all of you. Um, and we can start a little community. It'll be nice. Um, and it's all free. So yeah, come and join us. Uh, Kev, uh, I've got a Russian phrase this week. Um, so yeah, we've had a roller coaster of a season. And the Russian word for, or say word, words for a roller coaster, uh, it translates as American Hills. So yeah, that's... Is uh, that right? <laughs> yeah. Um, although I've heard that maybe it's in Spanish or some other language that they call them Russian Hills for some reason. Mm. Um, but yeah, that would be Amerikanskie Gorki. Amerikanskie Gorki. That's really good. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, put that on the Discord. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to build a Facebook, won't we? Yes, exactly. Um, Mush, I just want to say uh, it, this season's been great, I think. Um, it's, it has been great because you've made it that way, and, and some of the stuff that you've come up with has been amazing. Uh, you make me laugh each and every week, and I think you make everyone laugh every week. Um, well, and uh, Yeah, I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else but you. So, yeah, I know that's a cliche, but oh. you're the real man of the season, Mush. Ah, oh, no, it's got to be you. The hard work you put in with um, the planning and the, getting the guests on, organising everything, editing everything, doing the show notes, that's all down to you. Like A lot of the, the donkey work is, is all down to you. So, yeah, I'll, I'll make you my man at the season. <laughs> Let's not start sucking each other's dicks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've had some um, had some difficult times throughout the season, personally. Um but we've still managed to churn out episodes and, you know, we've met new people and generally yeah. have fun chatting about, you know, our love for this football club. And thank you so much for listening to us or putting up with us sometimes. But um, as I say, yeah, please join the Discord and we'll, we'll chat some more and our DMs are open. Everyone is welcome. Um, please don't stop listening as well um, and give us a rating on iTunes. That would be great. Um, yeah, like I said, join the Discord. Stay safe this off-season, and we will be back next season um, for our season preview. And possibly, you know, we'll have a few specials. We actually have some specials already in place for when transfers come in, etc. So um, listen out for that. But um, Yeah, thanks also to everyone who's made it on throughout this very long season, all of the guests that we've had. We've had a great time, and we've learned a lot about the other Premier League clubs. Um, OK, a, a few are going to be in the Championship next season. But... Um, yeah, thanks to everybody, and um, yeah, hope to chat to you in the off-season on our new Discord. Yeah, excellent, and yeah, I guess that's it for one final time this season. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.